0: I don't know. good time to step down. Of course, he didn't step down during the sungry business, but he, of course, did during the um, BI drug bust. Um, In general, YG is just their troubles are just kind of end-to-end right now. Their stock is going down and there are K-pop fans calling for boycott of YG and their artists. Um, In general, the Korean uh, population in general is very negative on them. And recently it was reported that investigations are actually being carried out on three more YG artists that have been confirmed to have probably been suspected of having taken drugs and, um, three, uh, three entertainers, I believe. Yes. They're called YG artists. So they are definitely artists from that company and people are expecting their names to get out. And recently they appointed a new CEO. Uh, who is a woman and she is CEO some people there is some consternation on Twitter because some K-pop fans kind of took this as a weird sort of win because she's a woman and there were some people on Twitter they were kind of like get your heads out your ass um this woman has a huge mess to get clean up and you shouldn't be, you know, cheering on anybody that has to take on this role. As well as the fact that she apparently may have been involved in the background of a lot of the stuff that yg is in trouble for to begin with like the tax evasion and all of this other stuff so it may just be another issue of them having someone that you know is just a plant in any case and is just you know kind of there to Plate the public and kind of make them feel better about the company, even though it's just gonna be more of the same. So, where the company is right now, we're looking at three more people possibly being implicated in this whole mess. And poor Somi uh, from IOI, She recently debuted in the midst of all of this. And it was very clear that her entire debut was rushed, was thrown together, was you name it. It was obviously not given very much time or care was put into it. It was reported that she was crying during her showcase. She uploaded a picture or video of her on social media crying. And generally she just looks very unprepared and unfortunately unprofessional during these stages that she's doing. And she's not getting much love from any K-pop fans for this debut. And it's almost, I mean, the song it's not the best song in the world, but a better performer could have pulled it off as it is. So me is mostly, I think, no for her personality. But where, you know, this where she is right now, she hasn't really had a chance to develop her personality for this era or for this performance. So she's kind of out there going through the moves and we're left with there's nothing left to really bring in any kind of interest in what she's doing or or the song or anything so I don't know how much of this can be blamed on YG but I the general assumption is that quite a bit of it probably can be and like I said I do have some I do feel sort of bad for her (laughs) at the same time. I mean, it was her choice to move from JYP to the Black label and kind of take that chance. So we just kind of have to see on that front. What do you guys, do you guys have any thoughts on YG as a whole? I I mean, I'm already kind of seeing some retrospectives with people talking about YG's fall from grace and where the company's at now and how things may turn out since, you know, we may, we don't know who the next three artists are and how that's going to affect the company. There's talk of some of the actors that are signed under YG leaving to kind of protect their careers. None of the artists have left yet, of course, but it's it's a big mess for for those who are affiliated with them. Of course, YG himself and his brother are still sh- uh, still shareholders, hold stake in the, the company, and you know they'll be fine, other than their tarnished public image. So it's hard to say where the company will be because even if the company is able to kind of move on from this, they're still going to be involved in the sidelines to some extent. So, and then this new lady, you know, there's, you know, talk of her having been involved with tons of shady dealings. So it just seems like more of the same. And how long can this company kind of keep going with this kind of, doing what they're doing basically Um, when people know some of at least a little bit of what's been going on there they're either going to have to make some big changes or find a better way to hide some of the stuff that's going on because people have been going after them for a while now and they you know they're going to be on them they're going to be watching their every move so what do we I mean, is anyone here was anyone kind of a YG stand before, or at least stand the artist, the company, and are kind of surprised at what's happened, or is are not surprised? Does anyone hope that the artist will leave and find another company? Big Bang. I've seen some talk about people hoping G Dragon will kind of mentioned in the past about wanting to start his own company someday some people are hoping he'll pull a shinwa and just get the others to leave with him and start his own company with the group what are our thoughts? Um,
1: so I guess I am the resident or was the resident YG stan so I mean my whole entire foray into K-pop is because of YG and so <laughs> I've been pretty much a big bang stand forever and so and like 21 obviously and I like Winter I like Icon Blackpink so and Lehigh obviously and so I've kind of just been there <laughs> and it was always like my favorite company because they always dropped great songs I mean obviously it was really just Teddy <laughs> Teddy and GD um, for, the, for the longest time sort of just making hits and stuff so I'm not surprised about this because YG himself always came across as shady and corrupt as, like, he's, he just seemed the type to do everything that has sort of come out and even more. Um, and it's evident that he has somebody in his pocket who's either, who's a politician and or higher up in the police force because I don't think he's going to go to jail. I'm actually going to be surprised if soon as he goes to jail. Because singer himself looks like he learned a lot from YG and he's been playing it kind of safe. And it's really just his friends that are all going to be probably going to jail uh, or facing really harsh probation. So and I don't know about them leaving, though. I feel like because everybody sort of get, makes music through Teddy, I don't know if they have an identity outside of that to like outside of GD i think gd is probably and and top i think those two are like probably the only two that i could see um ncl sorry ncl as well that i could see maybe fostering their own music on their own without any teddy influence but like blackpink what is blackpink without teddy he creates every single song like the girls have like they've done what two minis and like a bunch, a handful of singles, and they are not even allowed to write from what it seems um, for anything that they release. And with the Black label now with John Somi, I mean, it is unfortunate, but she should have just stayed at JYP. <laughs> like, that's the way I look at it. So I'm, I'm not even really upset about it because she... I, I feel like she doesn't have the it factor that would make her this type of celebrity that I feel like people keep hinting that she is capable of becoming uh, just because she has the hype surrounding 17 she almost made it into twice didn't quite make it whatever she was in IOI she was the center she was like she got the number one place for that group and even in there she was she kind of got lost in the shuffle of like people who were more talented than her and then she had two side projects with Sister Slam Dunk and with uh, that Girls Next Door, whatever that she did. And even there, she was... I mean, the only thing with Sister Slam Dunk that made her stand up was that she was the youngest member. And so, and I guess she had that cute persona and she had that weird thing with the vocal coach. I don't know what that was about, but that like weird storyline sort of helped her. Uh, and then she did, some, she did the song with Eric Nam and throughout all of this, she never really quite popped. Like she got all these chances and just nothing seemed to blow up for her. And then she left JYP and it was a big scandal in itself, I guess. And Itzy debuted and It'sy did really well. And people started to sort of, I don't know. I think people sort of start to feel bad for Yon-Somi, but not enough to support her of, instead of that. And then she joined with Black Label, which is a completely different image from the image that she's had all this time. So there is that change. And then on top of that, the Black Label's not really that established. It's like a subsidiary company for YGE, but it's not like they have this amazing roster and they're sort of releasing all this music. It's she's the only solo artist, like solo female artist, I think there. And there's only like three people. So uh it was kind of weird. And then clearly they rushed her her debut because of all of the drama, because she had a showcase with no performance. She did perform, she has been performing and she's been not great, to be honest. Like she's getting better and a little bit stronger, but even so, like for somebody who should have had all of that experience through two reality shows. And like a top tier group, you think that she would sort of get with the program and know how to perform. I don't know. I just I don't feel bad for Chun Seulmi, and I don't sound terrible to say, but I really don't. I just feel like she's already had her time, and it's come and gone. And she's not charismatic or talented enough to to sort of co-spy on all these chances she gets that's just my opinion I mean she can continue doing what she's doing now and I think that'll be fine I, don't, I just don't think that she'll ever really be at like even Chunga's level and so uh, that's kind of um, a rambly <laughs> uh, opinion on the whole Jinsong-y, uh situation there and with this new CEO she was like a CF she was a CFO before and she's it's really strange that they think that she's going to be somebody to turn the company around when she was a CFO while they were being investigated for like tax fraud it's just like I don't know I feel like they should have just got somebody from outside of the company who had a clean record who would be bringing fresh blood into a clearly corrupted and messed up company just saying and so I don't really know what's going to go on with YG at this point. GD could come back because he's strong enough and he's popular enough and he, you know, makes good good enough music to do so. I don't think Big Bang can come back from this. Even if Sungri never goes to jail, he's done and people sort of associate the group with him. So I don't think Big Bang will come back from this. Um, Icon... I don't know. BI was a huge part of like the music making for that group. So I'm not sure what that's going to do, if it's going to change them for the better, for the worse. Now it looks like winter might be affected with Sung um being sort of tied to the whole BI thing. So I don't know how that's going to turn out. Um, Blackpink, I mean, we already see Australia is <laughs> trying to link them to like uh, drugs or something like that. So who knows what's going to happen there. Lehigh will be safe. People are already asking for her to leave the company, so she'll be fine. Sound, I've read somewhere the actors are trying to leave, which, fair enough. I mean, you don't want that to drag you through the mud. Tang will be fine. People love him. He's not at all corrupted or part of any of these this drug stuff, so he'll be fine. Deesong might be a little bit affected because of his prior <laughs> controversy, but people in Japan love him, so he'll be fine. Top is a weird sort of place because... What happened to him was so messed up and unfair. But Koreans are really crazy about drugs. So I don't know if he will have a career to come back to when he leaves the army. And then there's what um that boy, that brother and sister group, I can't remember their name. Um, but they will they'll be fine. Um, because the the brothers coming back from the army. And what, he had asked YG to allow his sister to debut as a soloist in the time that he was gone, and YG never did it. So the public is completely behind them. And then there's just Jonsomi, who will probably just float around on, I don't know, her, her image, I guess, for as long as she can. And Teddy, who will probably try to break from the company. If he's smart, he'll try to do that. And I mean, he makes all their music anyway. So with him gone, (laughs) the company will just fall apart at that point. And he can sort of maintain a cleaner image for himself. And then, I don't know, I don't really, is there anybody else at YG that's important? I don't think so. But yeah, as a a former YG stan, uh, that is sort of my opinion on it. Sorry for being long and rambly. No
0: not at all. Um, I think it's interesting to kind of get your viewpoint since you were a fan of if not the company like the artist and the company and like Mm -hmm. their whole kind of image and everything and you know people are already kind of doing retrospectives on what YG used to be so um, kind of seeing what it's become and how people are responding to that is very interesting. Jay, g do you have any thoughts about you know, what's going on with YG? What do you think will happen to him? Or who do you think the other three celebrities, the other three artists are? They're going to get busted for drugs are going to be? Or Sony or any of that?
2: Um, I think that the other three are probably guys. Because just thinking about how Park Boom was thrown under the bus for her medication that you know they didn't try and help her or protect her Um, so I'm thinking like the other artists are guys just on that front so because nothing's happened yet we just know that there's three three more so um, yeah Um, I don't know what they were thinking about so so, me and her comeback or debut or thinking like people just gotta automatically forget <laughs> about everything that was going on right now um, that's not fair to her but you know I guess that's part of the contract that she signed um, yeah and, I mean I don't know like if it matters if people go to some of like these other companies because who's to say that those other companies aren't having like drug problems too, that we're just not aware of. So they're gonna mm-hmm. go to another another company and still like do the same thing, like then and maybe not get caught. The only thing about the YG thing is that if it never came to light, who was really gonna know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got to take on that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. Damon, you have anything to add? As far as YG is concerned, this is still a developing issue. So I'm sure something else will have happened by the time this podcast comes out. But we will be paying attention to it. And other news of huge. Korean conglomerates taking advantage of their positions <laughs> and money and influence. Mellon was also suspected of embezzling millions in royalties, and SME um, was suspected of some suspicious financial transactions. There is some weird stuff going on that was, I kind of wanted touch on here with what we are kind of getting with with YG and Melon and these other big companies the kind of influence and the control that they have over not only the K-pop artists but well not only the fans but the K-pop artists as well and the whole kind of culture behind standing a company as well as standing a group or an artist putting aside the fact that these are companies and their whole point is to make money and to you know make profit from the consumer but you're still going to kind of stand them as if they're you know working for your benefit even though they're not and it's it's kind of a weird it's a weird thing that K-pop is has kind of developed. And I kind of want to use as an example, Big Hit is kind of a good example of that. Big Hit obviously is the home company of BTS. And they have really gotten a bit of a Cinderella edit from Armies and other K-pop fans because of starting from being a rather under appreciated unknown K-pop company and then of course becoming the monster that it is now because of BTS basically and to a lesser extent TXT. And even though they were affiliated with JYP upon their kind of creation, But, you know, there is kind of a glamorization of the company because of the things that they do or supposedly do for the fans, even though when you really look at what they're doing for the fans, it's not so much that they're doing things for them. It's more that, in my opinion, uh, that they're using them and kind of taking advantage of the fact that we have a very dedicated large group of rabid you know devoted fans that are willing to do anything for this group and we're going to take advantage of it because hey we're it's less money for us to spend and they'll do anything we say and nobody on the fan side seems to have realized this yet so recently As an example, there was a uh, concert, BTS concert in Busan. It was the Muster concert by BTS. And this incident made headlines primarily because of things the big hit did. And then following that, Armies tried to kind of shout down and cover up reports that were being translated or being distributed around the Internet about what happened. So basically, the gist of the situation is um, Korean fans, uh, Korean BTS fans, uh, very upset and may even sue Big Hit because thousands of them were denied entry to the muster concert, even though they did not buy their tickets illegally. Um, to go to the concert, you needed an ID card. And before the concert, Big Hit announced on the fan cafe that a paper made student card to get in was fine. So a lot of people bought those because they were told It was okay. Well, when they showed up with their student cards, they were denied entry and they were not liable for a refund. In addition to that, security uh, was was criticized for being very unprofessional. Reportedly, they made fun of a BTS member's looks and said, why do you like someone with a face like this? There was a police squad the entire time and one of them threw chairs at fans. There's even a report that a security guard was sexually inappropriate with some of the fans that were there. And there's apparently on Korean social media, there is tons of pics and videos, um, evidence reporting this and basically the main thing that kind of contributed or kind of was the catalyst for this was that they Big Hit oversold the venue. The venue was only supposed to hold 20 some thousand people. There were about 40 some thousand people there. And according to people that were there, they were packed like sardines, people were fainting, To get in the basically the ID checks were very strict. Thousands of girls were crying outside. People were denied. They flew in from other countries. Little little girls were denied entry because it was their mom's name on the ticket, not theirs. People um, that had a copy of their ID instead of the original, um, that was just outside the venue. Um, with these strict ID checks. Then inside, the concert started 30 minutes later than scheduled. The last train, just FYI, the last train leaving Busan was apparently at 1020. After the concert, nobody could leave for 30 minutes. So people started leaving at 11. It was so packed that dozens of people fainted. At the end of the concert, there was a firework show. Multiple people in the pit got burns from them. And the ambulance team was constantly assisting someone. There are some pictures going around the line of people that were in the hospital, someone with a cast on their leg. And it was basically people, Koreans, that were, you know, criticizing what happened or trying to, you know, talk about what happened. We're not even bringing up BTS. They were bringing up the company and would Big Hit's basic negligence and even, because this was something that made the news there, the national news, this huge concert that just kind of went haywire and Big Hit basically had nothing to say, had nothing, I mean, as of you know, now, has no kind of concessions for the people that were injured or people that paid for their tickets and were denied entry, nothing has been said or done. And international fans have been trying to cover up um, what's been said, have been trying to dox people, have been challenging people that are from Korea that have been talking about what happened. And to me, I mean, this whole culture of not even just this stand worship this company worship it's it's very I mean it's very out of hand and it also brings in kind of another thing with the international and the Korean fans and there is this weird thing between them where they both contributed to where K-pop is right now. But there's this weird kind of competition with with K-fans and I-fans, I mean, K-fans kind of it's like a, it's a competition where K-fans have the home advantage. Right. But I-fans, especially right now, feel like they have gotten these groups to where they are internationally speaking. As far as BTS is concerned, just because they are the most obvious example, speaking of Muster, there were some skirmishes online because of the fact that BTS's set list was quite different from the Speak Yourself tour that they did that was also done in the U.S. where they did most of their pop songs, where Muster had a lot of their more hip-hop, R&B-influenced material. Including "Home," which a lot of people consider like one of their best tracks off of their re- their recent album, um, a lot of I fans were very kind of ticked off about that because they feel like number one, well, you know, of course, when you're saying you're performing "Home" in your home, and of course, I mean, you're from Korea, we understand that, but you know, there's always this whole thing about oh, Army, we're devoted to Army, we love Army, but you know we're, we're going to prioritize one set of fans over the other, right? That's just ripe for competition and shit fest and, you know, this kind of ugly activity that's been going on between the two groups online. And it's kind of been something that's been brewing for some time. But with the more groups that are coming on American TV and they're becoming more exposed and having more you know, prominent fans here, it's going to continue to be something that's going to grow. And I feel that something is going to happen where one group is going to blame the other. And we're going to kind of have this showdown of, you helped cause the downfall of the group or you helped cause this concert to go haywire. or You helped do something. And, you know, I fans or K fans are going to be seen to be at fault. So I kind of covered two topics there, but first is anyone wanting to discuss or has anything in particular that they want to kind of bring up about The big hit situation what happened at the concert as far as that and then the fans kind of trying to challenge what people that were there were saying and kind of cover it up does anyone have anything to say about that no No, I honestly didn't know any of this was going on so (laughs) (laughs) well okay
1: like it literally was all news to me like about the concert, about all the drama between. I mean, I, ha- I think I had like a hint of the drama between I fans and K fans, but only through like this podcast, <laughs> not because of anything I'd ever seen on the internet, to be honest. I like everything that y- is just mind blown in a lot of ways. I mean, it seems kind of silly for fans of the same thing to fight because of where you're located, but k-pop fans have never really been the pinnacle of logic (laughs) so i'm not actually surprised about that it's terrible and i mean the whole idea of like standing a company just to stand a company is kind of weird i mean i say that as somebody who's like an x y d stand but i actually like the groups so it's like i it's not like i liked anybody because they're from the company i actually just kind of like the groups and they're all from the same company and they're all made by the same people, so like it made sense. But like, if just because I like shiny doesn't mean I'm gonna like you know Super Junior or like I don't know NCT. You know, like those. That's just kind of a crazy idea to me. Um, and I, I, I don't know if it's that that weird sort of theme in K-pop where like everything has to be done to this like extreme level for no reason. <laughs> Uh, it's like you can't just you know be a fan you have to be like a fan of only that group and buy 10 copies of their albums and you know break into their houses or their office their office tells whatever that story that happened with chaniel recently and you know like you have to like you have to go onto their tour bus make their bed you know like it's not it's never anything in normal levels it's like always these extreme emotions extreme actions uh, just just too much <laughs> in a lot of ways and everything that you describe sounds like too much and i'm actually kind of happy that i didn't run into any of this information beforehand and that because that means that i'm following all the right people on my social media and i'm happy about that uh but I, that's all i had to say i don't i don't really mess with the, a lot of the stuff that you mentioned there. So, Uh, yeah, J or Jimin. Um, I will say that it is responsibility of Big Hit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, like, it's not the responsibility of the fans. Like, this is a business. um, Regardless of what they want to say, BTS is an idol group and they are a part of Big Hit who runs pretty much the business aspect of it. And they're the one the company is the one that's supposed to make sure that everything is safe everything is um run properly and people are not getting hurt they're not getting um they're not stuck for you know 30 minutes or whatever and they're unable to get home like you know when they have their concerts they make sure that they have them at reasonable times so that people can still take the train home afterwards it's just you know a courtesy to people who are giving you their money and their time and their attention and their energy and their lives in a lot of ways right and unfortunately you know the the bad decisions of the company do reflect on the group I mean like we just spent what like what felt like an hour (laughs) talking about all the drama and like shady shit happening at YG and how it affects their idols For people to flip it and be like, "Oh well, Big Hit, you know, is BTS's company, but you know, they're not responsible for it, or they're not reflected, or they're they're not a reflection of it." But it's like, no, you can't have your your you can't have it one way for YG because you hate them and another way for Big Hit. No, if you know a a druggy company means that they have druggy artists, means that you know, like everybody's name is getting dragged through the mud, regardless of if they're innocent or not. Then you know, shitty things that Big Hit does does reflect on BTS and you know it's unfortunate but that's just the way like the industry works and I feel like if like all of everything that happened people getting hurt and just like all of this stuff should come with an apology I don't know did Big Hit apologize
0: from what I understand like they haven't said anything um and apparently some of the Korean army are or were last time I checked, we're planning on filing a lawsuit, and I don't know, you know how successful that'll be. But I mean, they were definitely a good amount of them that were pissed off about, you know, what happened. And then international fans were like, well, I think you're overreacting and this sort of thing. And it's yeah. like you weren't even there. So <laughs> but did anyone have anything to say about i fans and K fans and their whole relationship together? Because I think that's kind of if you guys have any personal anecdotes about that especially those kind of interesting
2: the i fans and the k fans are like opposites because don't the k fans know more like i think they do generally yeah they know more of the tea but they don't want to share when they're like oh we're the fans that matter well <laughs> well they have more opportunities <laughs> to go to the concerts and things like that than the i fans do i mean especially if like if they tour just like in Asia like who really from America is gonna book a flight to the Philippines to see Blackpink I mean come on now (laughs) who has that money and time so it's just like they're always like in this sometimes they're always like in this competition I guess like who, who the group likes more quote unquote um yeah it's just a mess
0: I mean have you guys noticed anything recently with I mean now that we're seeing more K-pop acts kind of come and you know appear over here like on television and things like that I mean have you noticed anything in your you know social media travails online I know we all kind of spend time in different
2: places so not really, because like those groups, I'm not, I'm not into groups like I used to be. So, if there is stuff going on that I really kind of don't know, there are only certain groups that I feel like they have like more so if the group disbanded than like they would have like the solo stands, quote unquote. I think that's like what like one on one, like even though they were a group, like everybody a lot of people had their favorite and like now like some of the dudes that are like solo or whatever i'm like who is this <laughs> who is this because like in the group it was really like daniel and like maybe two other people that i could like pick out and then there was like everybody else with that and That group had a lot of people in it and i was like i got time for all this to learn everybody's name so and that's how I kind of feel like, but like in my experience, like the the K fans, like they were, they were, they were fine, they were cool, like that. I mean, did I try and get some tea out of them in a way? But it didn't really work. It's stuff like that, because it had to be like consistent. Like, hey, <laughs> let's be friends. So, got anything to tell me <laughs> 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 uh, so that really didn't happen a whole lot because like the time zones and things like that but I've really in the groups that I was the fans that we were like how can I, the, the groups that we both like like I didn't see any like animosity on my end of it um, but it was kind of a different time for me anyways before things like are now so I don't know if that was part of it too it was just like we're just two people that like the same group and that was kind of it but like now it's like they're over here more we got them more awards so
1: okay I wonder um, if like you know to piggyback on that if it has to do more with like the size of the fandom and like the era because like for, like Javis mentioned, and I mentioned it, and I don't know if you, you you kind of touched on it too, but like back in the day, I guess because the I fandom was like so small and we didn't really have much power, it didn't really make sense. It's kind of like, let's just support them and be happy, you know, with whatever we get as international fans. And, you know, the K-fans hold them down in Korea, kind of. And so it was kind of like a partnership. But now with this, like, Western validation being sort of, like, the key and this, this end-all thing for a lot of people, iFans are getting a little bit big for their britches in some ways. And so they, like, and now they have power, too, because, like, they're getting all these international records. And so groups now, it seems like they have k-fan bases but a lot of them are pandering for the international fans more so it seems with like the music and the promotions and things like that AT's yeah AT's great example <laughs> like they had didn't they have like a score of zero for digital <laughs> and they still won um they're like an award on one of the music shows like it's like these are the crazy stories that are coming out now because you don't need the korean public behind you to have a a K-pop career because the Western market is so open to it now. And there's enough international fans who are willing to, to support and promote you. So I feel like that's kind of built to this sort of power struggle between the two. And like, I, I don't really stand any like new new fresh groups or anything like that. So it's not something I would experience because in the people that i i support like we all kind of get along <laughs> so i think that's why like this is a big story but it's not something that we kind of come across as much or like we're kind of a part of
2: right yeah. yeah and i think too like the the groups that i guess do spend more time like overseas like some of them are like the nugu groups so like korea was a check-in form to begin with so but then
0: well you can say that about BTS to an extent too where when they first started I mean international fandom was kind of what got them uh, I guess more of a platform and then At least, according to some fans, that's when Korea started checking for them. You know, it's all about like who was the first person to, you know, recognize,
2: you know, these groups, these artists. The BTS went to, wasn't it Japan first, and then they came over to the West. Probably. So, I mean, yeah, that did. And did kinda of, it did happen that way for them, like but it but they're like the only ones. Like out of all the other like new goo groups, quote unquote, BTS was the new at at the start of their career. It's true. People may not want to admit that, but they were. But they're like the only ones out of all these other out of all the new groups that they reached that level of success. I mean there were like oh there's like a lot then there's some that have like, if they haven't toured in America, they went over to Europe and they still go back to Korea and they're still new. So So, BTS has got lucky in that front for how things played out for them because it could have happened to some of these other groups, I think, because some of the other new groups that came around out at the same time as bts like they had a chance like that could have been them it didn't work out for whatever reason it just happened to be bts but it could have been them because at that time the boy groups all kind of had that fake hip-hop image thing going on Mm
3: -hmm. and then
2: bts was the one that got lucky out of all of them but i think it was going to happen the option was there for it to happen to any of them. Hmm. So.
0: Interesting. Okay. So any more thoughts on that on either big hit or kind of the um, fan rivalry? No. Okay. Well, let's go into another lighthearted topic. Racism, not necessarily racism. Well, it's colorism in K-pop, right? Um, it exists, it's there. And we, at least those of us on this podcast are very aware of being fans of another culture, of people from another country where many of their thoughts and opinions of people like us uh, seem to be very backward and ignorant at times. And of course, that can make things very difficult for the person that is, you know, a fan, right? And can make you kind of question, you know, why you're a fan in the first place. Well, this news segment in South Korea that came out several weeks ago aired on South Korean television. It was a bunch of news commentators sitting around the table. They had a a short news segment where they basically talked about how black music's influence is concerning because of its explicit references to drugs and violence. In light of that, BTS's music is positive and it references books. And after award shows, they don't go to after parties, they chat with fans instead. The implication being that black music is bad, BTS, which is from our country and is popular in America now, is good and is good for this country. I do want to say that I have read a couple of accounts that BTS did go to when they appeared on SNL, did attend the after party at least there. So that is one area where they're wrong and they've probably been to other after parties. They're young men. I don't think they want to just go back to their hotel after performing and not engage in social activities that's kind of ridiculous but i mean i'm always fascinated by this because as someone that is also black and has been listening to k-pop for um some time now and i find myself being more fascinated and being more interested in the reasons why we listen to it and why we are part of making this, I guess you call it, can call it now, a genre of music popular. Um, when there are so many aspects of it that are very negative towards us and why we don't call it out like we do many other aspects and a lot of times even apologize for it. I want to... Kind of bring up another instance um, there is someone online that was a k-pop fan I guess they were a white k-pop fan and they were you know made a post that was going around several days ago basically condemning black k-pop fans and saying that uh, this music it wasn't made for your kind and I think you should take, stick to your own type of music A lot of K-pop idols do not like blacks, and you've been trying to ignore the fact that all the groups you listen to do not want any black person's company. I have nothing against your race, but I wish you would tell your fellow black friends to stop listening to the music made for white people and stop putting their hopes up about being with BTS or any other group because they'll never like or be interested in your kind. They want people like us. Please don't be offended and blah 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 blah. and actually i'm not sure what race the person was they might i think they might have actually been korean but i i'm not actually sure i so i think this was translated but yes that was making the rounds um and just recently a uh a reporter a guy that's pretty respected he's a soul-based freelance journalist he's one of the co-founders of the website korea exposé he worked at edelman public relations so this guy's legit he's had his experience he works in journalism he's knows what he's doing i mean rafael rashid Person of color, all he's doing is reporting on what we were talking about earlier and the muster uh, big hit issue. And Army fans are trying to dox him and saying that he's trying to sabotage the boys and that he, he that telling him that he is a clown and that um he made a post where he kind of jokingly said you know yikes i think i'm gonna need private security and someone was like you can't afford private security so you know i don't know how deep we're gonna get into this because this is probably something that would span several podcasts but we're all people here that kind of understand at least on, you know, on different levels, depending on our experience, experiences. But we relate to these issues and we understand that K-pop groups on uh, some level, you know, are built off of Black groups that debuted in the 90s. and quote-unquote, borrow a lot of their moves at their music and in a lot of ways are kind of the more palatable version of a lot of these artists and groups that we used to listen to back in the 80s and the 90s, early 2000s, and that a lot of the things that they say and do are hurtful and harmful, and yet we continue to support these people. I, I I, have something to say, but I will say it later because I always talk first. I want to see what you guys have to say first. Don't necessarily have to address everything I said, but just in general, this issue. What? Yes. It, you know, in general, you can just
2: even tell me how you're feeling about it at this point in time. So... I think that that letter's kind of funny, saying that the K-pop music isn't for black people, when that's what K-pop is based off of. It's black people music. So them saying that already is like, what are you talking about? Um, It's... uh, I don't know. just yeah. just I don't know just something just ignorant because they wouldn't want I'm pretty sure they would want somebody not Korean I guess or whoever wrote that letter that um, they wouldn't want somebody to tell them well you can't listen to, to such and such music because you're not X Y and Z like that um, I mean they did kind of clock some people about like oh you think you're going to be with these idols
0: because <laughs> <laughs> well indeed, that's a whole other
2: thing but yeah. <laughs> I mean but that's like for anybody really because they're in a whole different realm of living just like in status and things like that so unless you're in that kind of same realm you're not on their radar and I think that's regardless of like your race um I mean that's just my opinion so I don't know it's like that but I mean some of that stuff doesn't surprise me because people are like oh we're in 2019 we should be beyond that but look at the society like how are they addressing like those kind of issues about like racism and things like that or really been talking about it I mean we still have those issues here in the west like that um Sure, some people live in areas where that's not a thing or it's not like in your face and it's happening, but when you go outside, I guess the area that you've known, the different area, and you stay there a while, you're probably gonna see something or experience something like that. Um, Yeah. That's all I got. Okay.
3: Yeah, um, I, I think the letter is ridiculous, but, um, honestly, I really didn't, like, when I first saw it, I didn't give it any thought, really, I just was like, oh, like, I mean, I I didn't have any sort of visceral reaction to it or anything like that, I just thought it was ridiculous, and, um, I don't know, it, whatever it intended to do, to, to ha- however it intended to make me feel, I, it didn't make me feel that way. Like it didn't accomplish anything uh, for me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that that's just, that, I don't know. Did someone saying like that, um, I guess black people shouldn't listen to k-pop it's just hilarious and it's so funny um literally all of the genres are because of or uh, because of black people so um <laughs> okay i don't know what you what you're trying to accomplish but okay um and that's honestly why i'm because i feel like i feel like people try to pull that kind of like the whole, you know, oh, I, I like black people, but I just want to say this. Like, I don't know. I that's pretty much how I feel about it. It just it didn't really give me a reaction, um, but I I do think that like it it it's a cause for concern for like a lot of black K-pop fans because I do feel like there is at least at least from outside looking in, there seems to be this like really like odd divide between. Black K-pop fans and then like K-pop fans of other like n- you know ethnicities um, there seems to be like a real divide um, and it's not it's like it's not something that I noticed that the Black fans initiate. is more as much as I feel like it's just like this self-segregation that other fans do like almost I, I don't know maybe i'm I'm reading too deeply into it but it it does come off like um bo- black fans are kind of seen as like a um like like i don't I don't even know how to describe it like the words the words are not coming to me well right now for but me
0: I- it's almost like black fans are the guests that. You never asked yeah. to show up.
3: There you go. Wow. You should write a book.
0: <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I mean, I just thought about that. I mean, or just about how I feel from what I've read, you know?
3: Yeah. Just, there's definitely this feeling that it's like K-pop is just like this special thing that like all the other fans have invited the Black fans to. It, it like like you said just like a, a guest in 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 a genre or or, or guest you know like you just said so that's yeah that was that was a good little comparison right there yeah but that's exactly how it feels So yeah
0: what about you nat okay so hot take um, <laughs> when I first saw that
1: tweet about the comment about black- K-pop not being for Black people, I saw all the outrage of Black people. And I was just like, hmm, do I want to be spicy today or not? So I kind of let it go. And then like a couple of days later, I kept seeing it and I kept seeing it. I was just like, listen, I'm not saying that it's right because it's not. It absolutely isn't. But I also feel like... As a Black K-pop fan, you have to take the L. And the L is, you have to deal with the fact that these people don't like you, (laughs) likely. And they don't value you as a human being, likely. And, like, you know, they can talk all they they want about, like, oh, you know, we love all of our fans, and, you know, we appreciate people. But they're never going to really... I don't know really sort of understand what it's like to be a black fan and because of that they'll never really be as much of an ally ally as they need to be especially considering that you know the genre that they make music in is pretty much just stolen from black people and especially now in the heavy hip-hop and beats phase of k-pop like it's completely black music that they're doing uh, none of them will admit that but they'll still you know um sort of act like and maybe even believe that they accept everybody but like you know I'm not saying that you have to date a k-pop guy because like like a k-pop artist because like no one's really gonna date a k-pop artist but on the other hand like the likelihood of them bringing home a black girl versus any other race is like like it's non-existent okay like at this point so I don't know like I feel like there's a point where I was like I don't think I want to listen to k-pop anymore because like I just didn't want to deal with all the racist stuff and then top almost died and then I really I really did have to think about it and I just decided like I'm just gonna have to take that out like I'm gonna be pissed and upset obviously about a lot of the stuff that's gonna happen but This is music from people who come from a a single-race state, you know, and like they're proud of this. You know, like they still do blackface like it's like it's hilarious. You know, um, they use words like ninja and nega instead of the n-word because they think it's cool and edgy. You know, they do dreads and braids all the time and like they see no problem with it, even though people have been saying it for years that it's wrong and that they shouldn't be doing it. So, I know. I just don't see anybody getting better enough for me to believe that any of these people are, are allies of Black people and that they actually see Black people as human beings and not just like, oh, it's just, you know, the people who made the cool stuff that I want to do. Um, I don't think they've ever really seen past that, like, in the history of K-pop, and I don't think anything that like that's going to change. So yeah I don't know I'm not like really upset about the tweet I saw it and I was like well I mean it makes sense and I kind of just moved along with it I just I didn't have it in me to be upset about it because it's just like there's no point there's no use and also it's kind of true um in regards to like whatever you know the whatever they said about BTS and like um I guess that was racist or xenophobic or whatever I mean to tie it into what I just said about you know k-pop artists and just you know asians or koreans in general like not seeing black people as real people and blah 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 like for that reason i mean like it sucks that you know they're experiencing you know racism and xenophobia in the west but i don't know like (laughs) like i just like i don't really have it in me to be that upset about it like i It is unfortunate, and I, you know, I don't wish that on anybody, but at the same time, like, you are, you know, you're sort of perpetuating this anyways, and you don't really do anything when your fans are perpetuating it, so, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, you know, write stern letters on your behalf? I'm not. I just, like, I'm just not. I mean, maybe maybe it's a bit of karma. As I said, it's a hot take, so... (laughs) At the end of the day, like, it's, it is what it is. And I'm, yeah, I I wish this world was a better place. I wish people were better, but I, you kind of just got to roll with it, I guess. And like, I do like K-pop. I've been listening to it for a very long time and I love the music. I love pop music in general. And I love like the music that has been produced and some of it's like, just up there with like some of my favorite songs of all time like you know r&b and reggae and things that i grew up on so i mean i'm in it and i've decided that i was going to be in it so i'm just going to kind of
0: like roll with whatever comes my way
1: but yeah sorry hot take
0: yeah it's interesting hot take though um what about anyone else i mean is anyone else taking the l I I think that that's interesting how Black fans kind of um, kind of rationalize being a K-pop fan to themselves I mean we all have different reasons that we're kind of into the whole genre but I mean there's always that whole kind of thing over top of your head so I mean I think it's interesting to just kind of hear like you know why you know we all kind of decide to to kind of stay active in something like this. I mean, because you always hear it, you know, from people they aren't familiar with it or have heard other things, you know and about it and aren't overly familiar with the music. and it's like, well, why are you listening to this stuff where you know they dress up in blackface and do da 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 we all kind of have our own reasons if you guys are comfortable with talking
2: about them
1: it's kind of redundant to get upset every single time you know like it's just like i and then like you have the coons who rationalize it and are just like oh well you know he didn't mean it or he didn't say that and my opa would never do this and it's like you don't know these people you don't know how they are when they're with their friends and like their family like you don't know these people like you can create this version of that celebrity all you want but like there's very little little there's a very small amount of K-pop artists that i would actually like say that i don't believe are um, racist and homophobic and transphobic a very very small small window of people like jongyeon was one of them i use definitely along that lines as well um <laughs> I'm thinking because I mean those are only the two people that I think I would go f- go to bat for I mean even like I love Jessica with all my heart and she made some like colorist statements or something like that a couple years ago and that kind of made me side eye her you know and it's just like <laughs> that's just sort of the reality unfortunately and yeah i don't i don't know i just <laughs> oh that's a hot take
0: <laughs> Well well one more thing yeah. would you if if you had like a friend of yours that had not been in the k-pop and was saying and they were interested in it would you and they were a person of color they were or, or black or um would you encourage them? No. I wouldn't To be a fan. No. I no. I'd
1: be like, look, you can do what you want to do. Like obviously you're an adult and and so like you're gonna make your own decisions and choices. But I personally like if somebody had said to me <laughs> all those years ago, like, look, you can like this music, but this is the stuff you're gonna have to put up with for like, you know, ten years and You know, you're going to be attached to some of these people and it's going to be hard. And, it's you know, the music is going to sort of like live inside you for a bit. And then you're going to find out terrible, terrible things about these people. And you're going to have to make some choices. If somebody had sat me down and said that to me, I would have never gotten to K-pop. I'm going to be very honest with you. Uh, Or if I did, it would literally just be the music. I would never go to any site. I would never go to any concert. I would never like... I would never want to be a part of any fandom or know of any fandom. I would just want to, like, oh, somebody dropped a new song. I'm going to listen to it and then, like, move on. Uh, so if somebody said to me, like, oh, well, you know, like my coworkers, like when BTS was performing at um the award shows and stuff like that, they're like, oh, you know, should we give it a try or whatever? And I'm like, no, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like, If you want to listen to a song here and there, that's fine. But like, don't go any farther down that rabbit hole because it's just like it's it's really messed up. Like it is. Like it's not just the music. It's not just even like you know the racism and the xenophobia, but like the fat shaming and like the 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 extreme dieting and you know the The whole industry, yeah, drugs. And it's like it's a really dark world. And like the prostitution and like the like they're so. Many negative aspects of it that people don't really talk about, except for like the moments when they have to sense like, sense like, Ugh, I can never say this word. Sens- like, uh the the situation, but it's it's like not like I don't know. I can't really say it's not worth it because I'm still obviously like in it, and I still listen to music and you know shade and all the gossip and all the tea and all the fun they're they're fun stuff stuff or fun aspects of it right um and i made a lot of really good friends uh or i met a lot of good friends through it so like it's not like the worst thing i've ever done but (laughs) at the same time it's you know it it is just a lot and you really have to deal with racism and you know sexism misogyny things like that here the things that you escape to should be escapes from that you know k-pop is not in that regard because the same situations that you deal with here are situations that you do that you're exposed to there you know and so i would say for like your mental health in a lot of ways especially if you're one of those people who have to be like completely absorbed into the idol, these idols and their lives, like, it's just not worth it.
0: Okay. Anyone else? Would anyone else advise their friends to get involved in this idol K-pop lifestyle?
2: How old are the friends? How old is the friend? <laughs>
0: age is age is a quantifier for EJ
2: yeah because I mean like if they're if they've been known about K-pop for a while and they're gonna hopefully know how things are they'll probably well I hope they will most likely be like okay whatever but I mean if they're like these new fans then I'd say don't even start because it's like a whole different mindset now just how things are that I don't think now they would be able to let it go. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, they can feel how they want to feel and things like that. but I mean, it's just something that's always a constant. like there's a, if not monthly, like once something's gonna happen once every two months at least somebody's going to say something or do something racist and then going to go through the whole spiel of, like, you know, like, why that's wrong, and, you know, things like that, and then it's going to happen again. And so it's, like, you, from my point of view, like, I just got tired of, like, explaining and things like that, and I was just like, okay, you know, if that's how they're going to be, then, you know, okay, I'm just going to leave a let them be that way and stuff. So, yeah. (sighs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) I guess I just wanted to say that for me, I've been a K-pop fan since 2008, 2009. And which is a long ass time. And for me, being Black and listening to K-pop, it's I mean, I agree a lot with what Nat said and in general um, it's it's kind of difficult. I wouldn't want to have to explain it to anybody and there have been moments where Nat also mentioned where you also feel like oh well, you know, that's it. I'm not going to listen to this anymore or I'm kind of getting too old for this or I'm getting too, you know, this is getting too repetitive. This is getting too tired. I'm going to stop sort of deal. And there's just something about it, whether it's the music or it's the production or it's the culture or something that kind of pulls you back in. And I think that At the end of the day, that regardless of how the culture may feel about you, you shouldn't let that stop you from appreciating aspects of it. You know, if you want to enjoy something, then that's your freedom to be able to find pleasure in these things, even if there are negative aspects of it that, you know, cause you, you know, pain or hurt and you know I think as long as you kind of realize and are kind of aware of those things and have a rational perspective on it then that's on you to kind of integrate that into your life you know however you decide to you know like Nat said take the L you know however you decide to kind of deal with it so I mean, for me, you know, it's kind of rationalized it by, you know, I'm very interested in the social, societal aspects of, of K-pop and how all of this kind of goes down on social media and how people are kind of coming to terms with these kind, of, this kind of clash of cultures with K-pop becoming more prominent. But at the same time, yeah, I do enjoy the, the music on occasion. <laughs> at least now as well. So yeah, I mean, it's gonna continue to be kind of a difficult thing, but I think the worst thing that we can do is try to explain it away or try to hide it or try to rationalize it or make it okay. I mean, nobody is, it's okay to like what you like, but at the same time, keep your head straight I mean keep your eyes open realize what's going on and think at the end of the day how you decide to come to terms with that is up to you okay any shout outs
2: to our listeners of course
0: of course thank you for Clicking on
1: our links and supporting us Oh, and if you guys want to be more interactive uh, We're going to be talking about the top songs of 2019 so far So uh, in the comments, you guys should give us your top three And we're going to discuss our own top I don't know, three or five. We haven't decided yet. <laughs> and yeah, we'll we'll see if everybody's in line or if there's some surprise contenders and just get a feel for 2019 K-pop. It's hasn't been very good for me. So <laughs> we'll see yeah, if it's been good for you.
0: <laughs> we'll manage somehow. But yes, um, if you have any suggestions for us or just want to... Make it known when you feel that the best songs of the year are so far. Please let us know in the comments and we may read them out loud on the show. So, yes, please um, do that as well. Any more shout outs, messages, announcements? That was another episode of Not Your Average Netizens. You can always catch us. On our SoundCloud page, that is where our main um, podcast links are at. And that is um, Not Your Average Netizens on SoundCloud. We are also on Twitter at NYA Netizens. We have our Instagram at Not Your Average Netizens. Jimin is always very dedicatedly... Um, updating that page and we also can be contacted at not your average at gmail.com if you have any questions any suggestions just want to yell at us whatever drop us a line at our gmail and we may read it on the air who knows but yes we love to to talk to our listeners and kind of get a feel for what you all like about our show and want to hear more of. We're always thinking about new ways to kind of change things up. We have a new episode coming up soon that will be more of a topic-based episode and will will kind of focus on one issue as opposed to multiple things like we typically do so definitely stay tuned for that and yeah thank you guys for always um, for listening for retweeting for for being just really great um, supporters of the podcast and keeping us out there and we promise that we will be here at 12 o'clock in the morning recording podcasts for you to listen to. So I believe that is it. And I hope you guys stay tuned for us on our next podcast. And thank you so much for listening. Bye you
2: all. Bye. Follow us all, Bye. Oh, all Bye. on those links. Bye. Bye. <laughs>